Hey guys, spoilers ahead. I'm Laura. And I'm Nikki. And this is Breakdown from the Couch. Yep, the podcast where we watch some of the best and worst movies on streaming services, and we break them down for your listening enjoyment. Yes. So, today we did Piranha 3D. This was the remake uh, done a couple of years ago with Jerry O'Connell. Yep. It says the spring break turns gory when an underground tremor releases hundreds of prehistoric carnivorous fish into Lake Victoria, a popular waterside resort. Local cop Julie Forrester, excuse me, must join forces with the band of unlikely strangers, though they are badly outnumbered to destroy the ravenous creatures before everyone becomes fish food. Yes. Go ahead and give first impressions. Oh, okay. So first impression, I thought this movie was going to suck. And I was right. Yeah. Yeah, this, this movie <laughs> sucked very hard. Very hard. This was a big budget spring break B movie. Yeah. Like, this is what sci-fi would do if they had, like, Peter Jackson film budget. I don't know about Peter Jackson film budget. <laughs> Come on now. Let's not get too carried away. Well, I mean, the CGI <laughs> was terrible. Yeah, definitely. Most of the acting was terrible. Yeah, for sure. I mean, this. let's be real. This entire movie was boobies yes. and blood. Yes. Boobies, veg, and blood. There was yeah, a lot of veg. There was. Um, and a floating dick at one point. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, let's just hop right into it. Yeah. Because we, despite how awful it was, there is kind of a lot to break down. Yeah. So, my initial reaction when it first opened was, dude, Richard Dreyfus. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, what is and going on? And he was on? singing the song that he's known for from Jaws. Yeah. Well, Show me the way to go home. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And so, and he was even dressed similar to his character, I think, also from Jaws. Yeah. You know? He was. And, of course, he's drinking and fishing. Right. His character's name, you don't even know what it is until, like... After he's dead. Yeah, it's because something or other. Yeah, because, you know, they find his body. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he drops his beer. Right. So, just from that... Like when you see the beer floating down to the bottom, that's mm-hmm. you can immediately tell this was made for 3D. Yeah. That's kind of like the big selling point besides the boobs was that you could see it in 3D. Right. Because I remember when this was in theaters and it was just a mess. Did you see this in theaters? No, I okay. did not. Okay, But good. you know how you're watching a movie and you went, okay, that was for that 3D shot. Well, yeah. Like in Avengers Infinity War, awesome movie to see in 3D. Yeah. This... No. No. It's not worth the extra 10 bucks. You mean not 3D boobies? If I want 3D boobies, I'll look at myself. No, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) Weirdo. (laughs) Okay, so uh, there's an earthquake, and all of a sudden you see all the killer fish kind of swimming up where the boat is. Because there's like a whirlpool effect going on. Exactly. As the two, like the earthquake kind of sucks some of the like water down inside. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the CG fish ain't the best work. No. And, of course, he gets, he falls in the water, mm-hmm. and he gets eaten. Yeah. Big time. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. There's, like, nothing left of him. And yeah. And you see, like, his hands shoot up out of the water, and it's mostly skeleton, mm-hmm. and the fingers are moving, which is a crock of crap, because yeah. all the ligaments are gone. Exactly. <laughs> so this just kind of tells you how far-fetched this entire movie is going to end up being. Right. So, from there, it starts moving into credits, where you're seeing, like, all the spring break kids mm-hmm. and all the stuff that's going... You're just kind of, like, setting up the rest of the movie. Well, and, like, the, the credits are rolling, and like you said, so spring break is obviously going on. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at the credits, I'm like, okay, so obviously Richard Dreyfus, that was huge, and he's and dead. I saw a whole bunch of names that I recognized. Well, Elizabeth Shue. Yeah. Who, Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. from Back to the Future 2 and 3 and Adventures in Babysitting, a lot of popular 80s and, you know, some 90s yeah. and stuff like that. So that was her. And then, yeah, Jerry O'Connell. Ving Rhames. Ving Rhames, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was there just was like, a bunch damn. Of, and then there were a lot of, as the movie was progressing, there was a lot of faces I recognized. Yeah. you know me and character actors. I love that stuff. Yeah. So we're watching along, and... It kind of break it like brings you into the characters, and you see it's already setting up that typical small town local boy likes small town local girl, right. but she's off with like the city boys, yeah, or like the bad boys who are both douchebags. Well, see, and I got the impression that she was already that she had already gone off to college and was back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so exactly. and he was still in high school, which 
I had to look up what a sand rat was because <laughs> he gets called that the entire time. And also mm-hmm. whenever they show, you know, have a great spring break sand rats whenever yeah. he was leaving the school. It's like, what the hell is a sand rat? Okay. So what did you find out? Okay. So let me go back and Google it. <laughs> I'm the one who's Googling this time. So yeah. just one second. But anyway, keep going. So while, while, you're ta- while you're looking for that, see, your turn. It's your yeah. Google this time. Sand rat. Uh, what I thought okay. was atypical. Go ahead. Okay. So the fat sand rat is a uh, terrestrial mammal from the gerbil subfamily that is mostly found in North Africa and the Middle East. Um, I don't, ranging from the Mauritania to the Arabian Peninsula. This species usually lives in sandy deserts, but may also be found in rocky terrain or saline, mar- um, yeah, saline marsh areas. It's kind of cute. That's what a sand rat looks like. It's adorable, but I don't think that's what they mean. Well, then what do you think they mean? Uh, I'm looking it up right now. According to Urban Dictionary, a sand rat is a whore, hooker, or prostitute in a yeah, seaside town. Yeah, that's exactly what I was looking up. I was like, nice. I think they're talking about the cute little mammal. Well, the high school would not be called, their mascot would not be sea rats, as in a sand rat is a, is a whore hooker or prostitute. I don't think that's what they would use as a high school mascot. I think mascot. they just kind of made it up to talk about, like, a beach community. Yeah. Like, they're trying to basically poke fun at him, but they use it completely wrong. Which is not the worst mistake they've made in this movie. <laughs> right? Let's be real. Right. What I did think was kind of cool was they did an atypical thing, like... Mm-hmm. You're finding out everybody's there for spring break. It's like a girl's gone wild shoot. Right. One of the models is actually really nice. Yeah. She's not stuck up or perverted. She's being like really nice to the kid. Yeah. Well, and that's just it. So that, you know, the kid or whatever is there. He sees the girl of his dreams. And like you said, she's with some with assholes. And then they also show what we find out later is his mom is the sheriff in town. Yeah. And she's, you know, basically starting to kick some ass and take some names with these, you know, punk mm-hmm. ass teenagers and stuff right. like that. And then like you it cuts to like the nice model. She starts talking yeah. to his little sister, little Laura, sister. Yep. Which I thought was kind of interesting. Yeah. And then, um, he shows up. Right. And they actually have this really nice conversation. And then here comes Jerry O'Connell. Yeah. Was, I've uh, never seen him play a character like this. Yeah. Before. Big old douchebag. The dude, the douchebaggery is awesome. It is. Like, he just plays a really good jerk. Yeah. Uh, and then, um, actually, after that, that's when we find out the sheriff is Jake's mom. Because Jake is, like, the small town boy. Right. And Kelly is the small town girl. Yeah. And we find out because she comes home because he is thinking about taking on this job of showing these girls gone wild. They call it wild, wild, wild. But yeah. that's what it is. Exactly. Uh, this girl's gone wild shoot around, like, the best places in the island. Right. He's looking them up. So he's basically internet porn surfing. Yeah. And his mom just busts the door open. Well, and like he, well, no, she knocks first and then opens the door. And Mm -hmm. he basically calls her out on that. It's like, why are you going to knock if you're just going to come right in? Right. Which is a good point. But then my parents would probably always just say, well, it's my damn house and I'll open the door if I want to. But. And see, then we get into. Well, and she did it. They talk about his babysitting. Yeah. Because he and has to then, babysit for the two younger kids. Yeah, Zane and Laura, his younger yeah. sister and brother, who, by the way, look a lot alike, but nothing like him. So I'm thinking Jake was like <laughs> yeah. an ex's exes, and Maybe. then like the other two are like the recent exes. Could be. Something of that nature. And then she leaves, and then she bursts open the door again, because he's already, and he's back on the internet. Which, kid, you gotta wait a couple of minutes. Right? Well, you not know? only that, why is your computer screen facing your door, That's dumbass? true, too. Turn the laptop <laughs> so you don't get busted yeah, by yeah. your mom. Oh, right. But, uh, yeah. So that was my thing on that. Yeah. Then the sheriff gets the call out for the missing fisherman. And right. the deputy, Ving Rames, is the one that meets her out there. <laughs> we just call him Ving Rames. He I doesn't don't remember what his character is. His name character is. is Deputy Fallon, according Thank to IMDb. You. So here's the thing they went through so many of these characters so quickly. Uh. I had to actually go back and look on IMDb to find yep. the characters' names I actually know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True. Um, so. Yeah, so they go out there to, mm-hmm. you know, to find the like fisherman. the last place that he was seen. Well, because they found the boat. They found the boat, and then the dock collapses with, with, with the sheriff on it. Yeah, 
And what you think is going to be a fish attack or one of those narrow misses that right. they always like to do. Right. Turns out, no. They find the fisherman. And he's... What's left. Yeah, he's torn up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then what I thought was cool is they just kind of went completely off script. Mm-hmm. Just kind of went out to the middle of nowhere and killed a cliff diver. That was awesome. Yeah. He had nothing to do with the story. I guess they were just showing how quickly this fish could tear somebody up. Right. I don't know, but he wasn't connected to any story. No. He wasn't connected to anybody in the... <laughs> Poor like, guy. None of the characters, nobody knew who this guy was. Yeah, he was just he minding was his dead. own business, and yeah, now yeah. he's dead. Well, then you find out, because Ving Rhames has been talking to the sheriff, that there is a seismologist team coming right. because of the earthquake. Right. It set off, like, all the bells and whistles, so they're coming to check it out. What I think they should have shown us was, I mean, they showed, you know, whenever Richard Dreyfuss's character was in the lake and, like, the so-called earthquake. But it would have been kind of nice to see, like, on land, maybe. We got, like, a shot of it, but it wasn't really much. Because yeah. Because I think all, like, the seismic activity was supposed to take place, like, deep right. in the water. Right, right. But, yeah, we so saw, anyway, like, a little bit of shaking, but it didn't really register. So now she basically has to be, like, a locator, like, her son... Exactly, kind of. driving the scientist around. Yeah, you know, on the boat and stuff. Yep. So then it cuts to Jake taking the job with the Girls Gone Wild crew. Right. Because initially he was going to be like, you know, I can't really do it. You know, my mom, whatever, blah, right. blah, blah. And then he bumps into Kelly. Yeah. And the douchebag team. Yep. Not Jerry O'Connell, the two, like, other local guys yeah, that the are basically local guys. making fun of this kid. Right. And... That's when that he was decides. kind of that poetic justice where, mm-hmm. like, Kelly gets on the boat with the girls gone wild, and then the kid they're making fun of gets to go to. Well, that's always fun. Before that, though, he basically has to pay his brother and sister sixty bucks. Not sixty to say bucks, anything. not to say anything. <laughs> you guys are supposed to go right home. Don't answer the door. Don't, don't answer, answer the, the phone. phone. Yeah, and that kind of stuff. And so that was how that you know that mm-hmm. was how he got out of babysitting. And then that's whenever he went to the docks to take yeah. the job. Yeah. So on the boat, Kelly is making all kinds of spring break bad decisions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's getting wasted. She's getting drunk. They're taking body shots. Uh, we got to talk about the synchronized um, naked swimming. We'll get there. Yeah. I actually have that down next. So, Kelly's doing body shots off the girl, and then uh, Jake does a couple of body shots off of her, or tries to do a body tries shot to, off Tries to, and then she goes and, she and pukes sick. over the side of the thing. Because she's wasted, yeah. yeah. So, then we find out the siblings are not staying home like they're supposed no. to. No. They are going out to the Sand Island. Right. Which is probably why they're calling the kid the Sand Rat, because he probably lives close by them. Maybe, I don't know. Because there's no fish in the lake. Yeah. Well, there's no fish in the lake because the prehistoric piranha have been eating everybody. Exactly. Uh, From there, we get to the naked models in the opera. Yeah, I was like, (laughs) what the hell is this? This movie was made for like a 14-year-old boy. It was. I mean, let's be real. It was made for like the prepubescent. Yeah. Or like the horny teenager. This was not a film made for anybody else. Yeah, this was titties, ass, and vag. Mm-hmm. And killer fish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there. I mean, if they weren't naked, it actually would have been kind of beautiful. <laughs> I mean, it was. I mean, I can. I yeah. It's like they try to throw the opera score over it to make it yeah. art, quote unquote. Yeah. <laughs> but it was really just you know porn with flippers, let's be honest. Yeah, it was. So, I wonder if we actually timed it out. If we saw more screen time for the fish or for tits. I bet you tits. I bet you tits, too. Yeah. Okay. So, mom calls while they're on the boat. Yep. While her son is watching these two ladies. She just can't help but interrupt his masturbation. I know, right? <laughs> Thank <laughs> God. Thing I'm just, this. Well, I'm just glad there wasn't actually any masturbation. I probably would have yeah. shut this off. But um, but she calls and she's like, you didn't answer the house phone. So, yeah. he's like scrambling trying to tell right. her why. Right, exactly. And then... I'm wondering, where's Kelly? Oh, yeah. Like, at this point, because it's like, oh, no, that's when he looks out and she's not in the floaty anymore. Yeah. So he's freaking out, thinking that she's hurt or something. Yeah. she's been wasted all day. Yep. And you see in the water that the piranhas are coming. Mm-hmm. And they're coming because he's shouting for her, looking for her. Yeah. And, of course, he turns around. She's on the boat with the other models. Everybody's out of the water. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Well, 
And have we already have we already seen that the brother and sister are? That's actually what comes up next. Okay. It cuts to that they are stranded because the little brother didn't tie the boat up correctly. Right. And so the the yeah the boat floats went, away. Floats away. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, they're on this sand island or whatever, and they're you know they see other boats and they're trying to get their attention. Right. But the boats are too far away. Yeah. And of course, little sister steps on a piece of glass out there. Yep. She she cuts walks her out. Foot. Yeah. yeah. And you actually do see the fish get very close. They do. And here's the thing. This is the first point in the film where you actually see what the fish look like. That's true. Because all the other ones, it's like swarming and you see teeth and you see like shaky fins. Mm -hmm. This is the first time you get a good shot of the actual fish itself. Right. The CG on this particular shot is actually pretty decent. (laughs) Okay. That's, I mean, I'm being generous, but it's better than the rest of the movie CG. That's true. And... Um, of course, she stepped out of the water just in time not to get Of it. course, yeah. Now, then it cuts back to the the geologist drivers, the seismologists, the mm-hmm. divers. And they're talking... That's when you find out there was a subterranean lake. Yes. Under the lake on the surface. And this earthquake opened a passage between the caverns. Mm-hmm. So, so they're going to dive down... And explore. And explore, yeah. Yeah, they're scientists. That's what they do. Right. So... The first off, Adam Scott surprised me. I didn't realize he was in this movie oh, really? until I saw his name <laughs> in the credits. Yeah, and I'd seen this like ages ago. Oh, okay. I guess I just forgot because he wasn't really big back then. I don't think. Oh yeah. So he's like the only scientist that lives, basically, because mm-hmm. the two others go. Don't give it away yet. Mm-hmm. The two others go down for the dive. Right. The dude is the first one into the actual cavern, and you see this thing is just riddled with piranha eggs. Piranha, yeah, exactly. And he ends up going to touch one, and he gets bit. Mm Mm-hmm. And he bleeds. And, of course, sends all the rest of them. Exactly. And so the girl diver, who, shout out to Stu if he ever listens to this podcast, my brother, loves Starship Troopers. She was one of the characters on Starship Troopers. Oh, okay. So he's going to be over the moon about that. Yeah. And, uh... As she's trying to, like, help and, like, fight, figure out what happened because she can't see the other guy. Right. She, and she gets could, attacked. And she could hear that something bad had happened. Well, yeah, she just screaming. didn't know. Right. Yeah. And then, of course, yes, she gets attacked. Adam Scott has d- dived into yeah. the water because he's going to try and save them both because something terribly wrong is happening right. down there. And he doesn't get there. What caught my attention... Yeah. Okay. You know a movie's bad when I can't tune in my ADD to the actual film. Well, yeah. Adam Scott's really pale. Did you see when he took his shirt off? <laughs> yeah. He's, like, paler than I am. And you expect me to believe that this dude spends a lot of time on a boat? No. Yeah. He is not, like, a sun, <laughs> sun-drenched sun type. He's, yeah. like, liquid paper. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> that being said, uh, he pulls the girl on board. Yeah. What's left of her. Yeah, She's what's dead. left of her, yeah. So now Adam Scott and the sheriff know that something is really, really wrong. Right. But they manage to get one of the fish because it's flopping around on the boat. Yeah, exactly. Then we get another cut scene. See, this thing just cuts. There's yeah. not even like a smooth transition to anything. No. The next cut is, this is where they're actually peer pressuring body shots on cut. Yeah, yeah. And Jerry O'Connell's like... You should know better than this. You know, you should be doing this. Or he's getting on to Jake because Jake mm-hmm. isn't, like, cooperating. Yeah, because he basically was like, well, she said no. Exactly. You know. And we actually got it wrong because this is where she pukes over the rail. Yeah. Yeah. I think initially it was just, uh, when she I was just spring break, break bad decisions, she was just starting to, like, drink. Yeah, she's starting to drink. And, she's getting on yeah. a party boat where all the other women are going to be taking their clothes exactly. off. Exactly. This is where she actually gets it. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean... Yeah, it sucks, but Jake was kind of lucky because he was about to kiss her. That's true, too. Can you imagine if they'd been uh, kissing when she got... Like, yeah. that would be awful. Gross. Um, so, from there, it cuts back. Right. Now, we're at, like, a college-university campus. Mm-hmm. In walks Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, like, I see the names in the credits, but I'm like, really? And then there he is. Yeah. I'm like, well, shit. I know. And he walks in, he starts explaining this piranha should be extinct. Right. They went out of, you know, they were wiped out in like the meso something or other era. Yeah. Which if you saw in the, in the beginning, yeah. that was a sign. It was on the sign. It was like a dig site. Yep. So basically, 
because whenever I guess the lake subterranean versus land like whenever that was initially like blocked off right they were still down there so they have been basically cannibalizing each other because there's no other food source yeah uh which makes them like super predators because they're highly aggressive but here's my thing Uh uh-huh if there's no light how can they see i don't know maybe they have some sort of sight thing I don't, I don't know. Think about it, though, because, okay, you know me an Animal Planet. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. I know I'm going off on tangents. I can't help myself. <laughs> if you go to, like, deep, deep, deep water where the sunlight cannot penetrate, mm-hmm. the predators either have humongous eyes right. to take in enough light to see, or they basically don't. Yeah. Like, they rely on their smell or this or that. There's other things. Right. But apparently these guys are like... <laughs> titties. Pipster, what are you doing? But anyway. On titties. Yeah. So, how do they see if they've been, like, stuck in the dark for, like, generation after generation? Like, evolution would do something about it, right? Well, I've got my answer. And What's that it? it's a movie. That's what you always tell me. I know. <laughs> I know, but it's a plot hole that bothers me. Right. So, then we get to, uh, they are parasailing with boobies, because we're back on the Girls Gone Wild. We've already gotten that far? Yeah. Booby parasailing. Okay. Coke snorting, and they pick up the siblings from the island. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she's like, just... Flying, you hear screaming, and you're thinking somebody's getting it right. No, right. she just got dunked in the water, and then they're speeding back off. Yeah. And then it actually shows the girl who's parasailing, full tits out. Yeah. No question. For sure. And I mean, at one point they even like tipped her upside down, so yeah. that her boobs were hanging like <laughs> tit, like nipples in the water, like nipples to the water first. I mean, this movie was just boobs. Yeah. It was just boobs Which, all over and over. Wouldn't that hurt your nipples if you're going that yeah. fast on a speed, uh, you know, Girl, being dragged? Think about it. When you, like, <laughs> when you, like, belly flop, that right. hurts your stomach. Imagine doing that nipples first. Yeah. Ow. Like, <laughs> ow, ow, ow. Like, they burn and sting and then be numb for a couple of days. Right. There's no way to come back from that. Exactly. And then, of course, you see, like, Derek and the... Paul Shear, the guy that yes. you like, who does another movie podcast. Yes, he does How Does This Get Made, of course. I wonder if he's attacked this movie because he's in it. I, I don't know. I've heard him actually talk about the movie, but I don't think they've actually done it for the show. Okay. So they the should. Two of them, right. The two of them and like one of the models are all like snorting blow. Right. And Jake sees his little sister and brother, and he sees they're not at home, yeah. and now he's freaking out. Right. And he's like, you know... Oh. We have to go pick him up. Yeah. And he was actually recording, you know, this shot The of, naked parasite. Yeah. And Jerry O'Connell got on to him because he's like, you're missing the shot, you know, I, I need the shot. And he's basically being a jerk about the fact yeah. that there's these two kids. And then Jake finally goes, look, my mom's the sheriff. Get Right. Away. Exactly. And as soon as he says, my mom's the sheriff, like... O'Connell's character just instant flip. Exactly. He's like wiping at his nose and the mm-hmm. model who, Crystal mm-hmm. is the model's name. Uh, don't ask me how I know that. It's the one thing I gleaned from this film. Nice. I think I learned her name before anybody else's. Wow. Right? <laughs> um, so that's whenever they they're decided. They're wiping their nose yeah. and they bring the kids on board. Well, no. that Before that happens, doesn't the, uh, the parasailing model get eaten? I don't know because I went to pee. I didn't feel like I was going to be missing much. <laughs> That's what happened, though. <laughs> okay. Oh, that was kind of an important part, girl. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, he's pissed because, you know, the kid's not getting the shot. That's my blah, blah, blah. And then that's whenever she goes under. Uh, she goes under. Mm-hmm. And then that's whenever she starts getting bitten up. And they bring, you know, the parasail comes up and it's like half of her is gone. Okay, so that's where they're see, they see like something ain't right. Right. Okay, yeah. And see, it's kind of like you in Scream 3. Like when Shut you up. got up to go pee <laughs> and you missed the entire like ending where he explained everything. Right. 
And then you got back and you're like, what did I miss? And I was like, nothing. Okay, so that's where they see that something is wrong. And then Ving Rhames, yeah. uh, Deputy Fallon. Fallon. Okay. He's driving through like the dock area with a bullhorn. He's like, party's over. Everybody goes home. Spring break is canceled. Right. There's an emergency. Well, no one's listening. Nope. Everybody's like jumping in the water just to like piss them off. Yeah. Because they're all stupid teenagers. Uh huh. And then he straight up like whipped out his gun and starts firing into the air. I know. <laughs> There's a lot of um, gun usage that is very not appropriate that you would ever do. True. Okay. So, like you said, so that happens and people are, uh, you know, yay and oh, jumping no. in yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And then that's when shit really hits the fan. Yes. Before that happens, though, it cuts back to them actually getting Laura and Zane onto the boat. And I think he explains, like, you have to be careful because, um, like, the propeller or something like that. Because it was shallow that something could happen. Right. Um, And, of course, because Derek is, A, paranoid, mm -hmm. and, B, he's paranoid because he's been on coke. Right. He's... He and then Paul Shear's character are, like, arguing back and forth over who's driving. Well, he takes over. Right. And do and just, like, yeah. tries to, like, slam out of there and get gone and fail. They right. ended up tangled up in the reeds. Exactly. And now we go back to basically the fish massacre of 2010. Exactly. No one listens to the sheriff. Everybody gets eaten. Yep. <laughs> we, and I actually listed, like, the high points. Like, the okay. stage collapse. First off... Have you ever seen one of those movies where there's, like, the dorky girl that's in the cool kids club, but she's kind of, like, insecure, so whatever they say, she'll do type thing? Yeah, of course. The first victim, that's who that reminds me of. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Like, she's trying to be super stylish with her pigtails and Uh her booze, and then she literally gets eaten ass first. Yes. That's right. (laughs) So she goes down, then everybody's screaming and panicking. Um, Everybody's starting to get chewed on. You see people, like, kind of making their way out of the water, and then the stage collapses. Yeah. Well, it basically tips it over so that everybody ends up back in the water. They end up right back where they were. And so you've got, you know, uh, Ving Rhames, and you've Mm -hmm. also got Elizabeth Shue's character, the sheriff and stuff is out. Like, all of them are out there. They're all trying to help all these people. Dude, Eli Roth. Yeah. Is in this movie. I know. He played, yeah. He played like the the guy running the wet t-shirt contest. Yeah, he did. Wet t-shirt host. Which, more boobs, shocker. Yeah, exactly. Um, but then we have Hero Adam Scott. Mm-hmm. I still don't know what Adam Scott's character's name was. You want me to tell Adam you? Hero Adam Scott, he actually, sure. Let me find him first. Yeah. He actually hops on Novak was actually his name. That's it? Yeah. Novak? That's all it says. Works for me. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to call him Adam Scott. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. He, like, hops on a jet ski, and he's, like, pulling people out of the water two at a time. Meanwhile... And, like, taking them to shore and then going back. Yeah, but also, at the same time, you've got the cops literally firing into the water. They're firing into the water, and then uh, Sheriff uses a taser. Yes. And, like, kills, like, a handful of fish. But mm-hmm. here's my thing. If you're shooting a taser into water and it's killing the fish, is it not also going to at least hurt the people? Exactly. Hello? Person. I was thinking that, too. Okay. Yeah. So then the jerk boyfriend jacks a boat and kills people. Like one of the douchebags yeah. kids from the dock. He like basically, what does he, throw somebody out of the boat and then take it? He takes it and he's basically running over people in the boat. Yeah, he's and hitting them, they're getting hit with propellers. Well, and that's just it. There's a girl who's, of course, right screaming. Right he goes down because her head yeah. is caught in the propeller. Propeller, which is why he can't move. And then he he's gets it. He's ripping the cord. Well. It's like, dude, you're in a boat and you're safe. Stop. I know. Well, and then on top of that, though, so basically, yeah, her hair's caught, mm-hmm. and he gets it going, and it, like, literally takes all of, of I mean, off. yeah. Yeah. So, which I felt bad for her. It's like, that sucks. Well, he gets his. He ends up dead, too. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's just it. Everybody basically topples the boat over. He ends up in the water anyway. Yeah. So, Drip Boyfriend, dead. Yes. Yay. I don't know what happened to the other one. Yeah, I don't know. Because there was, like, the jerk boyfriend and his best buddy. Well, I'm sure the best buddy died, too. Probably. So. We got to talk about some of the other deaths, though, too. Which ones? My personal favorite was the chick who got split in half. Like the ghost ship. Yes. I saw that, and I thought that was pretty cool, And, like, her titty fell out, and then just half of her fell off down into the water. 
Right, but it didn't. It didn't show her getting eaten. It just showed like the top of her falling into the water. Yeah, to be fair, she probably still got eaten. I mean, she probably did, but I mean, come on, that's like a given. Yeah. Uh, what else was there? Um, da 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 da. Yeah. And then what else? There was a, There were several that were. There was pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. Like I mean, it was snakes on the plane bag. Yeah. But they were some pretty awesome, like, gnarly stuff. Yeah. Um, it showed everybody getting out had, like, horrible bites and, like, missing skin. Right. And, uh, like, some people had, like, no, nothing left on their limbs. Exactly. And then they killed Ving Rhames. Yeah, they did. He busted out with, hang on, is that at this point yet or later? No, that's a little bit later. Oh, okay. So, basically, in the midst of all of this horrible death and destruction and blood and the fish are killing everybody... It cuts again. Mm-hmm. Back to the siblings. Yeah. Which, that's when I learned they were named Zane and Laura. Really? You didn't know that before? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Uh, Derek scuttles the boat. Yeah. He gets loose from the reeds, but then he slams that glass aquarium thing at the bottom, right. like the viewing thing. Exactly. Into a rock. Boat is sinking. Yep. Uh, and Crystal dies, because he and Crystal both end up in the water. Yeah. And... <laughs> This is... Uh, okay. So, Crystal's getting Ed on first. Yeah. And one of them actually, like, comes out of her mouth. Because apparently it, like, ate its way inside and then came out. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fine. And then they pull Derek up out of the water. Well, and no. everything from the waist down is gone. Well, no. First of all, he's trying to, you know, um, the nice model or whatever the is trying is, to help. Yeah. And she's got, like, a paddle, and he's trying to grab for it. She's trying to help she's him up. She's screaming for Jake. Yeah. Jake is trying to help, of course, his siblings and stuff. Because they're down below. They're with, down below. Uh, Kelly. Kelly. So, Kelly and the kids are screaming for Jake. The model is screaming for Jake. Well, wait. Didn't Kelly... Kelly got knocked out, I think. She was on the other side for a little while. But she also... Like, there she, was water between her and the There siblings. was... But I think she got knocked out at first, and that's why... The little ones were screaming for Yeah. Jake. All I know is everybody's wanting Jake's attention. He's only one man. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> he can only be at one place at one time. So, so yeah. So, finally, the model, I, I believe, like, they like, finally... They lift him out of the water and everything's gone from the waist down. And that's when we see his penis is floating down and mm-hmm. getting eaten up by piranhas and then spit back out. Yeah, with chunks missing. I mean, it was... <laughs> It was a gratuitous, it really was shot, and it was in it for the shock value because nobody ever puts dick on film. That's true. Apparently, yeah, rarely. So, well, I mean, and they kind of cheated the system because it, it's not attached to anything. That's true. So it's just an image; it's not actually <laughs> a dick. Yeah, <laughs> uh, still enough to make the film rated R, though. So, well, of course. Um. So, and they think he's dead, and it cuts to. Before you see the floating penis, you actually... And it took me a minute to figure out what this was, because I'm like, is that jellyfish? No, it's her fake boobs. Oh. Floating to, like, the surface. Nice. See, you see, didn't, I it didn't catch that either. The yeah. first time I saw it, I'm like, if they eat everything in the water so there's no more fish, how are there jellyfish? And how are there jellyfish in a lake? Exactly. And then it clicked. I'm like, oh, yeah. they don't eat, like, prosthetics. Yeah. Gotcha. Which, how would they even know? Well, so does that mean that his dick was prosthetic? No, because they ate it. But they they spit it out, though. Yeah, but fish do that. That's the only accurate thing about these fish that's in this entire movie. <laughs> okay. Is if, like, a fish takes... A, like, I watch my guppies do it all the time. If they take a bite of fish food that's too big, they'll spit it out because they'll chomp on it to make it smaller and then go back and do it again. Okay. Yeah. It's the only remotely accurate thing in this entire <laughs> film. Nice. Um, and then from there, we cut back to the bloody beach. Yes. And this is where we lose Bing Rains. Yeah, which was kind of the one redeeming character out of this entire film that I liked. He was the guy though that was like literally shooting into the water. <laughs> I know. I kind of wanted to see somebody be killed not by a fish but, but, but by be- random <laughs> by like friendly fire. Yeah. Okay, they did really something really cool with him though. They basically made him sacrifice himself because yeah. he pulls. First off, he runs out of ammo. Right. Which. Duh. I'm with you. If he's shooting buckshot, yeah. somebody else is getting hit with buckshot. Yeah. He ain't just killing fish. Exactly. But he ends up, like, jacking this boat engine off the back of a boat right. and, like, 
killing a, as many fish as he can with the propellers. Yeah. While other people are getting out of the water, and he ends up getting eaten because there's just too many fish. Exactly. So, he kind of sacrifices himself. Right. Now Jake calls mom. Yeah. And this basically Adam Scott and the sheriff he like jump, jumps into her boat because you can yeah. see he's still on the jet ski so he's still been trying to get people out right and at this point I guess things are calmed down enough now where like enough people are out of the water the fish are not a threat anymore which doesn't make sense because there's still it blood doesn't. blood still everywhere you would exactly. think it would still be feasting on whatever they could because there's still a lot of people in the water it's not like everybody's yeah, there's, like, off people and body parts yeah and it's, like, full of blood and if these critters are like the uber predators like right. they think they are they'd still be eating exactly but no. So he basically comes clean. I took this job. We're on this boat and it's sinking. What do we do? Right. And this is so, what, like, they don't, well, I take that back. I guess they would know that there are piranha now since Derek and Crystal are dead. And the pair of sailing titty lady. Oh, yeah. Remember? <laughs> the one that I missed that you missed. Yeah. <laughs> so Adam and the sheriff go, drive off to the rescue. Yes. Um... So, by the time we cut back to the boat, Kelly's pretty much just up shit creek. Yeah. They can't get to her through the skylight. The water's coming in, and The piranhas are coming in. Mm -hmm. She's basically on, I guess, technically, it would be like Like a a counter. counter. It's like a kitchen counter that's in there, and she's trying to fight them off with a skillet. Mm Mm-hmm. And she's panicking, and she's, oh, no, help me, Jake, do something. I can't stand those characters. I know. But the nice model, okay, uh... Sheriff makes it onto the boat. Yep. And she's like, okay, we're, you know, they threw him the rope. Right. And they're like, okay, tie it to the highest point on the ship, and we're going to climb the rope to the smaller boat to live. Yeah. Well, Jake won't leave without Kelly. Which I'm like, ugh. Right? So the plan is a nice model who's still alive. Yep. Siblings, and then Sheriff are all going to the smaller boat, and then Sheriff is coming back to help Jake save Kelly. Which is stupid. It is, but whatever. (laughs) As you pointed out, there's plenty not to like about this film. Yeah. So, in the process of getting from the big boat that is sinking to the sheriff's boat, nice model gets eaten. Yeah. Like, they were... I, I was confused. Was it, like, getting a hold of her hair? Yeah. Or, like, clothes that was hanging down? I think it was the hair. I think so, That too. was also kind of, a, if you think about it, a running theme. Like, if you had long hair, you like... You were dead. You were you just going to die. You might as well just go home. Yep. Yeah. Um, because she ended up like the top half of her body was in the water and yeah. then she couldn't hold onto the rope anymore. Exactly. And here's my thing. Mm-hmm. If you are, cause he had to rev the boat to keep the rope tight. Right. If somebody like, if that amount of weight fell, that would, rope would have snapped back up higher and it would <laughs> like, everyone would have fallen into the water. That's true. <laughs> but once again... It's just a movie, Nicole. I, know. I see it on your face. Yep. So then uh, the sheriff's like, no, you guys have to go. If we stay here, we're all going to die. Right. And it turns out little Laura has monkey toes. Did but, you notice how she yeah. was climbing across the rope? <laughs> yeah. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. So anyway, so the two kiddos, you know, make it across mm-hmm. and everything. And so does the, the... So does mom. So does the sheriff. But not before the thing snaps. So the two kids make it across, and then one of the sides That's actually right. snaps. She ends up in the water. She ended up in the water for a second, mm-hmm. and then um, Adam it, Scott saved her. Yeah, basically, it's what Which it boils down to. I honestly thought they were gonna actually like get together at one point, but oh, don't spoil the ending, I'm Laura. Not. This movie was amazing. Yeah, okay. So <laughs> calm down. <laughs> um, so then Jake comes up with a plan. Yeah, he has. Because he's got the rope. There's nothing left to tie it to, I think, is how it went down. Right. The rope that snapped. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't the rope that snapped. It was something... It was whatever it was tied to. Yeah. So he's going to... And this is kind of the one redeeming scene in this movie. He throws O'Connell overboard... Yeah. As bait. Yep. On one side of the but ship. But he was and actually... Was on the other. But see, we thought he was dead. He was alive, even though it was only for, like, the next five seconds. True. Yeah. I mean, how would you like your last words to be wet t-shirt contest? That's true. In triplicate. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, So he finally dies, gets thrown over one side. Yep. Jake goes over the other and goes under the boat and swims up to save Crystal. Yeah. 
Because all the piranha are now distracted by... The floating dead body. Yeah. Which, like you pointed out, if that's what they're drawn to because there's blood, why are they still attacking the live people when there's plenty of bodies floating Exactly. <laughs> anyway. So, he basically tells his mom and Adam Scott, like, when I count to ten, just punch it, get us out of here as quickly as you can. Right. He, like, gets a flare. Mm-hmm. And a little flotation type device thing. And he tapes them together. Or he has Kelly do it. Yeah. And then he turns on the gas. Like the propane right. tank. So it'll fill the space. Yep. So from there, he basically is like, you have to hold on to me real tight. And mm-hmm. then the two of them kiss because that's what happens. Yeah. And he goes underwater with Kelly, lights the flare, lets it go, and he's waiting for the boat to drag him away to safety. Right. Of course the boat's going to stall. Yeah, it And stalls. who do we blame? Todd. No, I'm just <laughs> Todd. Uh, <laughs> so Adam Scott is, like, freaking out. Um, Smashing on the thing, which that always works. Right. And then... Huzzah, it works. Huzzah, it works at the last possible second to save Because him. right before the piranhas are coming for him, you see yep. him coming. They're getting closer and They're closer. closer. And then, boom. Gone. Gone. And they blow up the boat. It kills all the fish. They make a joke about how I thought uh, using dynamite to fish was, you know, outlawed yeah. here. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And, and Jake it looks, and Kelly are fine. Yeah. And it, you know, looks like, okay, that they killed off a lot of the piranha, mm-hmm. all is right with the world, until yeah. it's not. Because Christopher Lloyd pops back up. Yep, he gives him a call. Pops. I have bad news. Yep. Of course he does. Right. Uh, the fish you brought in has no mature reproductive organs. It's a baby. These are, yeah, these are all babies. And then that's when Adam Scott, who's standing on, I guess, the bow of the boat, Mm-hmm. Is like, well, where are the, the adult? Um, where's the mommy? Where's the, yeah, where's the adult? And then, boom, he gets eaten by this big-ass piranha. A piranha the size of an inner tube. Exactly. Yes. And that's how it ends. That's how it ends. And I have the very last line on my notes is, poor Adam Scott. I know, I was kind of <laughs> bummed. Like I said, I kind of wanted, you know, the, I kind right? of wanted the mom I and him like to. I feel there was no real protagonist in this movie. You don't think like it was Jake, though? All of us versus fish. No, because it it bounced and cut back and forth so badly. Yeah. So poor Adam Scott. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there was no real protect. There was no real one character to get attached to. That's true. No one had time to do anything. Yeah. But that was kind of the point of this film. You, it wasn't made for you to like like anybody. Yeah, that's true. It was true. basically made for killer fish and tits. <laughs> and tits, yeah. So I know you've got a couple of fun facts. Yeah, I just have to get to them. Okay. So. Shall I start sharing my Google searches while yeah. you're looking that up? You want okay. to? Yeah. So, of course, even though this movie was a pile of crap, I went ahead and I looked up, because I thought it was kind of interesting, the term of subterranean lakes. Okay. Which is where, like, the piranha were before the earthquake opened up Right. the opening. They exist. I didn't realize this. Wow. It's defined as a lake under the surface of the earth, typically associated with caves, aquifers and springs huh. usually low salinity hmm. so like much lower salt water right. like content versus like the ocean water yeah so the second largest in the world is found in tennessee hmm. it was discovered by a 13 year old boy and it is called the lost sea wow yeah i thought that was pretty cool that is cool now the other thing i looked up of course what else piranha yeah there's actually only three species that are considered carnivores. Really? Right? Huh. Um, they are not known to attack or consume a live person. There's never been a confirmed documented event of that happening. They have been known to basically scavenge. Okay. So like if somebody fell in the water drunk and drowned, yeah. they chew on the guy. Um, well, so that just goes to show you all the live people that were in the lake mm-hmm. getting eaten up by piranha. Wouldn't have happened. Wouldn't have happened. And see, the only thing I found was actually something I saw on a show called River Monsters a couple of years ago. Oh, okay. There was a bus accident in a river in South America where there's red belly piranha. Mm-hmm. And by the time they got the bodies out, a lot of them were eaten on. Oh, okay. At least, and at least somewhat. So they didn't know for a while if the piranha 
ate the people while they were alive or if they were scavenging the bodies after they died. Okay. But it, it looks more like they were scavenging bodies after they died. And those are my Google searches. Nice. So I got a couple of things. So uh, the actresses Kelly Brook and Riley Steele spent mm-hmm. two weeks training for their nude synchronized underwater swimming set piece. Are you serious? They spent two weeks on that? Training. Yeah, but they were doing more than just like swimming naked, though. Okay. I mean, it was. I mean, I have to give them props because it's two weeks longer than I would have spent on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but that's just it, though. It's kind of funny reading some of this because, yeah, a lot of the, the naked girls are um, adult film actresses. Well, yeah, no, we're. Yeah. Actress was going to get on a movie like this one and show her boobs. Right. So, but yeah, there's a couple of things in here. So, what else you got? let's see, what else do I got? So, okay, Girls Gone Wild, this is kind of a long one, but Girls Gone Wild mogul uh, Joe Francis wrote a letter to producers saying he was angry at the film because of Jerry O'Connell's character who owns a site called Wild Wild Girls, which is a spoof of the adult video line. And that he might take legal action if any defamatory or disparaging statements or depictions in the media or in the film itself or other statements that portray Mr. Francis in a false light will be met with swift litigation. After seeing the, the uh, movie, Francis went on saying, I appreciate a good parody as much as the next guy, but to associate me with drugs and the filming of underage girls crosses a, a definite line. Wasn't he arrested for that, though? I don't know. <laughs> Francis said, Jerry O'Connell has repeatedly and emphatically stated on the public record that he is playing Joe Francis, not a fictional character based on me. Mr. O'Connell has done this despite having been warned by his own lawyers not to admit this. In response, O'Connell said, I get to play Joe Francis. Oh, wait, for legal reasons, I'm supposed to say I play someone loosely based on Joe Francis. <laughs> I love Jerry O'Connell just for that alone. Right? That's hilarious. Let's see. Some of the shots of the spring break participants are uh, genuine. And I didn't know this because I didn't go all the way through the credits. Mm -hmm. It says, included in the end credits is a shout out for the Society of Amputee Surfers. Huh. I didn't know about... That makes sense, Hmm. though, because they had people coming out of the water that were, like, missing limbs. Right. They were all mangled. So, I mean, it would make sense to use guys like that. Yeah, that's true. Perfect. So, the Spring Break Massacre set um, piece took nine days to film, which I'm assuming I believe is, that. Yeah. I bet. How much fake blood did you have to dump in a lake I for don't, nine days, I though? know, right? Dang. And then, yeah, despite prominent billing, uh, Christopher Lloyd and Richard Dreyfus each uh, get just a few minutes of screen time. Which is kind of the standard at this point. Like, yeah. who's the biggest star that we can afford to kill off exactly. before their coffee gets cold? Right. <laughs> That's kind of what everybody likes to do. Exactly. So there so. were, as we talked about, there's a lot of actors and character actors that we've seen a dozen times. Right. So instead of going through everybody, since, you know, this movie sucked, I just kind of wrote <laughs> out all of the ones that I, I saw. So there right. was like Elizabeth Shue, Richard Dreyfus, Dina Meyer was the cave diver that died that I told yeah. you my brother was a fan of hers from right. Joseph Troopers. Paul Shear, Adam Scott, and Jerry O'Connell. Yep. Now, Rachel Zor was in this as well. She played Kelly. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else she's played in, but I recognize the name. I think she was in um, the the uh, 90210 uh, spinoff that happened a couple of years ago. Oh, okay. So something else that was terrible and didn't work yeah. out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I think. <laughs> I didn't watch that either, so. Um, I don't recognize the, like, small Jake. I don't know him from anything. And the brother and sister, I don't know them from anything. Well, kind of a fun fact about the guy, though, that plays Jake. Mm-hmm. He is actually uh, the actor Steve McQueen from back in the 50s. Yeah. Famous actor. That's his grandson. Okay, that makes sense because yeah. he's probably the Steve R. McQueen that we saw in the credits. Yep. Okay. Yeah, so he's he is the son of Chad McQueen, who Chad McQueen was in uh, The Karate Kid. Okay. Um, Elizabeth Shue was also in The Karate Kid. Okay. And legendary actor Steve McQueen is Chad's father and Steven's grandfather. Okay, I mean, that's, so, that's kind of that's, cool. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, I... Yeah. 
Yeah. So <laughs> how how are we gonna rate this? Should we do how many? How many? I feel like piranhas would be too easy. I feel like titties. You want to do titties? <laughs> how many sets of boobs sets would of you titties. give this movie? Yes. <laughs> Can I do halves? Like one and a half, one and a half sets of titties. I'd give it a single boob just because a single zero. boob. <laughs> <laughs> so not even like a full like yeah, just like one boob. One boob because you have to give stuff at least one star to leave reviews on. That's true. Google. That is true. Um. So I looked it up on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, here we go. This is shocking to me. The Rotten Tomato meter score was 73%. What? How did that even happen? Like, all the 14-year-old boys had to have, yeah. had to have voted. Now, the audience meter on Rotten Tomatoes was only 43. Still shocking to me. Wait, wait, wait. So which one is the critics, though? I don't know. When you go to Rotten Tomatoes, there's yeah. tomato meter and the audience meter. Okay, well, so wouldn't the tomato meter be the critics? I think that that's how it, how it if worked. If 73% of the critics who saw this movie liked, liked it, it. See, but I read, actually. They do not need to be movie critics anymore. Uh, yeah. Well, and that's what I thought was weird, because I was also looking again at these uh, trivia, and there's one on here. Just one second. Okay. The film was not screened for critics, although unusual for such uh, circumstances. The critics actually liked it, is what I read. So I'm a, I'm guessing that you know what it kind of makes sense because most of the film critics you ever see in person mm-hmm. are like guys you expect to live in their mama's basement. That's true. So it's probably like soft porn for them, right? Well, and that's just it. I rarely ever go by like what critics say anyway. Right. I mean, yeah. And see, with this, um, I do want to go ahead and say I found this on Netflix. Same here. Yeah. Yeah. So there wasn't anything extra that we had to do for it. Nope. Um, just yeah, watch it for just how, crappy. just watch it for this how is, crappy it was. If you enjoyed Sharknado. Right. This was Sharknado, but Piranhas with a bigger movie budget. Yeah. That's true. That's what this boils down to. Yep. So we're actually kind of changing it up for next week. Okay. Instead of a movie that has maybe been screened in theaters, we're doing a Netflix original. Yeah. Called The Babysitter. Yep. Now, I have seen this before, but you have not. I have not, so... You're in for a treat. I actually really like this one. <laughs> okay. But it is also... Um, it's also got some blood to it. Well, I mean, I'm fine <laughs> with that. I, it doesn't bother me. Sweet. Yeah. So, next week, join us when we break down The Babysitter, the Netflix original. Yep. So, as usual, I'm Nikki. And I'm Laura. And this has been Breakdown from the Couch. All right. Bye, guys. See you next week.